there's a difference of motivation, right? There's intrinsic motivators. And then there's like what you said, like, oh, I just want to look good. I just want to do whatever, you know, I mean, just yeah. get rest, whatever the intrinsic motivators of like, I want to be there for my family. I need to be my best self for work. I cannot fuck around anymore because it's going to tank me in there for the rest of everything is going to tank. Right. Like yeah. the intrinsic motivators is what, that's what carries people through on a deep level. And that's literally like, that's why we try to figure out like, no, everybody wants to look at, let's not like discount that by any means. Right. Like yeah. for your own, find your, what you're, what you feel like is good. Fine. But that's why people yo-yo too. It's like, okay, well, your motivation isn't there to be really like life fulfilling and just keeping it there for longevity. Cause once you get your weight loss goal, like to your point, what's next, it's like, that's why you always have to evolve it. You always have to keep moving. Like, what does that next phase look like for you? Welcome to episode 53 of the Camp VP Uncensored podcast with my guest, Rachel Siegel, health and wellness coach from Worth Method. As we sit down part two and continue our conversation of, as Rachel puts it, what you don't know that you don't know that you don't know. And boy, did I, in this recording, what's so crazy to me is literally it was recorded four or five weeks ago. And the things I know today versus what I knew then in this conversation that I was waking up to is just unbelievable and why you have to sit down and listen to this incredible conversation. It is so full, so rich, so enlightening, so inspiring. I cannot wait for you to hear it. So join me and Rachel as we sit down and talk about life as a sculpture. It's neuter. It's not. Take care sit around, join me. Here we go. I know that going towards what you and Jake do, which is working with people who are basically in a middle age state of being 40, 50s and going on up, maybe 50s on up, right? More or less. Well, we're going to, we hit 40s just because I feel like I've grown up with everybody too. Like, yeah, yeah we've grown so I yeah. always always say 40 because I'm like I'm right there it's like shit, things are gonna change so <laughs> might as well like woo, roll with that but he deals with a lot of because he's 54 right so mm-hmm. a lot of men naturally gravitate to him because being that in shape at his age with all the autoimmune shit he has going on on top of it right mm-hmm. and to, like the way it's like they're like here I'll do whatever you say, <laughs> you know, it's right. like, cause a lot, it's the same thing with men. Like everything is, it's a different management system as you age to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. And it's just, you have to switch that over cause you're not in your twenties anymore. So you can't work out like it. You can't eat like it. No, um, it's true. And, and yeah. I definitely, without bringing partners into the conversation, no, there's, there's no question. I mean, you know, my husband's always been an athlete. He's got yeah. a very physical job, but there's mm-hmm. no question that, you know, bodies change and things change and yeah. what you can and cannot put in your body. And it's funny because 
I know when I made the decision to start losing weight this time, I thought, no, nah, I'm not even going to talk about this. I'm just, I got to be of action. I can't be of talk. Totally. When I've lost 10 or 15 pounds and it starts to look noticeable, then, then I'll say, oh, hey, I've dropped 15 pounds and just like walk away from the conversation. That's what? literally how... That's literally how I've handled it so far. No isn't joke. It, isn't that easier? Because when you talk about it, right? Even obviously when you talk about it, then you're up for catching fire one way or another, right? But then you can yeah. just kind of own journey, your own perspective and just like grind, right? And then you don't yeah. have all the ways to deal with on, when you're doing that. Yeah, that's an interesting thing that you said that because... Um, because I did take on a different kind of a coach, relate, relatable, but, but different uh-huh. in the sense of just had other habits and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was not, it was not something that I was looking to do. And though I do believe in coaches, I believe in multiple coaches. <laughs> I think Thanks. you can't have enough coaches. Look at the yeah. football team. You got, yeah. you got the defensive end then you got the, you know, the, whatever end, the other yep. end, the, the ass other. and the breasts, the, the arms other. and the leg. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And, and I remember him being like, um, Back to that leisure business, you know, all of a sudden I realized I had no idea. I went to take a photograph and for basically two years, I've been photographing my legs to show like pieces. Yeah. And if I showed myself in a full length, I was like sitting on the edge of my bed or holding the camera up high or, and I was always, you know, first off, I didn't know how to do a selfie two and a half, two years ago. I mean, it was like, let alone social media. So, Mm -hmm. so now, now I've decided to help launch this company, you know, two months into this pandemic. And now I'm making myself vulnerable by making this announcement that I've helped decide to launch this company uh, against like my film career, not against it, but in addition to it, yeah. you know, what are people going to think all the limited beliefs that came up, all the managing expectations that came up, you know, am I able to do this? Am I good enough? Do I, you know, do I look the part, even though it's inclusive, like, yeah. Oh, the stories and oh, yeah. voices. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I never really rarely showed myself head to toe in the way that many of my partners might have. Sure. Makes sense. Or felt comfortable doing. And listen, I, I've got partners who, you know, feel comfortable or, or look like they feel comfortable and don't. And others who, um, who feel self, self-inhibited because of other partners that we have who are like, you know, like yourself, who we consider knocked out gorgeous. And like, how do you compete with that crap? And I don't mean crap isn't not honoring you, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. this is exactly what we're trying to show is that we're an inclusive line. Yes. And we're wearing and sharing, right? Always. Yes. So it's no. a very fine line yeah. of conversation and feeling at ease and finding the people who can feel like, Hey, well, she can do it or she looks good in this or looks comfortable and can wear this. So can I, right. 
100%. But I realized that until I started losing this weight, I was like, holy shit. I was one of those people who was really consciously feeling that way. Yeah. Which is how I kind of kicked off that announcement that I had started dropping this weight. And when I saw photographs and I was like, oh my God, I, my waistline's coming back. That was a big deal. So good. Benchmark, really good benchmark. Good benchmark. There's been some other things that have come up that we will talk off camera about that, uh, (laughs) that, that there's realization that I would like to talk with you about, about like now what's happening with one's body as it's shifting and weight loss and how you need to adjust to like snap it back because there Mm -hmm. is that I'm, I'm not 38 anymore. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's, it's as things age, right. It's the older you get, the more importance of resistance training comes in less, way less emphasis on cardio. Cardio is great for conditioning and for your heart, whatever, but it is not your bulk of, you know what I mean? And so resistance training is going to, it, it, it's what's going to change, you know, that partners with the diet to get your fat loss down. You know, that is like, those are the pairs. I always say like abs are made in the kitchen. Abs are not made with like 50 bicep curls. So it's like (laughs) the strength is there for your muscle definition, your build, right? Right. Well, listen, I think to myself, truthfully, if I hadn't like done all the plies I've done over the years or the ballet bar work, Yes. Or even the hiking on mountains. I'm not sure where my tuchus would be these days. I mean, but losing weight, you come to realize like, and I haven't been consistent with moving my body the way, like, you know, I have a reformer right outside my, my sliding glass door. Ask me the last time I got on my reformer when it's (laughs) right there under my nose. I mean, that's embarrassing. I've got every, I've told you this before. I've got every piece of equipment, which is, this is to my point of why coaches are so important. Why accountability, partnering, aligning is so important. And now why more than ever, we're going to, you know, talk about this, you and I privately, because it's important, but even publicly, it's important. Coaching is so important. I wrote a piece about it that I haven't published yet. (laughs) But it really, really is because I, I edit my stuff so much, but yeah. it really is important. And people don't realize in life, like people think, oh, I've gone through high school and I'm done with my education. Or I've gone through college. I've done with, sure. no, your education is just starting. 100%. Different. Keep going. All of it. I know. I, what do they always say? They always say like, oh, if I knew this when I was like 22, I'd be like set. You know, because it's just, yeah, it always is um, continuing. It's funny you say that, though, because even when the pandemic hit, I literally, we literally, because they're like, we're not face-to-face anymore. And I'm like, I know. But she's like, well, fuck that. So they went and bought reformers for their house. And literally, like, that's what we do. I'm like, you're going on your reformer. Just walk outside your bedroom. Get your cup of coffee. Call it a day. Because it literally is, if I wasn't there, they would never do it. (laughs) 
It sucks. I mean, if I told you how many years I wanted a reformer, then I got a reformer. And I've got a really like old school wood, heavy duty reformer to the point where even the six month old puppy started to chew on my headrest. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? And my husband was like, I'll, I'll restore it. Don't worry about it. But it is. It's outside because there's really no room inside for it. Yeah. Those are big and guys. It's a, it's a big mother of goodness. And uh, it's not that, none, none of that modern uh, aluminum stuff happening, um, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. Um, you got the OG. I do need to get on it because I know, I know what my body does, but I also know what my body has done from losing this weight as much as it shrunk. Yeah. The, the skin and things need to snap back. And I just keep going. Please, God, waiting snap back. Yes, totally. All in process too. think like you're just, you are in your first phase. I always say, right? Like you made the decision, you're in your first phase, right? So I always say too, when you start something, you also don't want to overwhelm yourself because that's when people are yeah. like, I can't, I can't. No, too fucking hard. I'm not doing that. No. And then it goes all the way back again. So it's like when you first start, getting comfortable with your first phase, you know, is super important. And then the other stuff, then you can add on foods intact. You know what your day-to-day looks like. If you throw something in, if you don't, you know, if you kind of get off on one day, like your whole day isn't ruined, like you're, you're strong enough to keep it moving. And that's when you kind of like, I like to add things on. Okay. Well, let's think about like, okay, what is working out? Like, like, Oh, okay. What is your recovery look like? You know what I mean? You slowly build it up. I always like to work with, we like to work with six pillars, right? And that's, it's super basic, but if you literally did them every day, it's game over. And it's literally, it's like sleep, hydration, breath, nutrition, and exercise, and your mindset. That's it. So, so great. And it's literally, and it's all holistic in the sense of like, they all go together. You're not sleeping. Some shit's not going to be right. You're not going to hit your workouts. Your energy's going to be low. You're going to eat weirder stuff because you're just in a stressed state. So it, they're all so relative. If you're dehydrated, it can affect your hormones as we age. It's like so many things. So if you just stick to, and it's simple, right? It's like, those are just keeping it simple. No, no crazy, weird measurement, crazy tools and calculating. None of that. Just yeah. day to day, concentrate on your so true well and so to the point of the kind of clients that you're drawing in and the importance of all these things that you just mentioned the six colors so to speak yeah is you know and going back to what you originally said what you don't know you don't know until you know or you're forced to know Mm -hmm. um is so relative and so relevant and look at even with somebody like myself who you know was firsthand around it there I was you know again hitting some not that not the highest I'd ever been but yeah I was more at my computer I was sitting more you know even during the pandemic I mean here I just had this other interview with this woman I've done business with for a decade with the woman who um created the spray tan solution that I travel the world with. And, um, I was saying, you know, how this had happened because she's seen me through all this and, 
And, uh, and I was saying, yeah, you know, here, I thought I was going to get in my best shape ever, knowing that we had this time down, and I didn't have to be on set for 80 hours a week. And that was the farthest thing from the truth of what happened. The opposite, right? Oh, yeah, I completely, I completely, I remember hearing people losing weight and getting great shape. And I was just like going, Oh, my God. So here, I have showed myself that even with having the time that this is not happening, not okay. And it was really heavy in my head, like all the conversations that took course. And if I'm having these conversations, I can only imagine all the other bubbles that are going up in everybody else's heads. 1000%. But you are not alone. Because even though like some people were like, Ooh, I'm going to go bop around. Like you're not going to a gym. You're doing it at home. You know what I mean? So, but that mindset, the stress of the pandemic, the underlying, just constant, like weird, what the hell's going on type of, you know, trying to figure out how to live with your family, working from home, kids are home. That shit is so stressful. And I think, yeah, people went the other way a lot of times just because they're just trying to cope at that point. They don't have like the tools to cope with that type and still take care of themselves the way they should that, you know, especially with COVID. If you're getting sick in COVID, your family has COVID, you don't want to go outside. Like that is, it's debilitating. Right. And so, yeah, I feel like it tanked a lot of not hope per se, but it tanked motivation for sure. Like, no, I'm at home. (laughs) This is where I'm going to be. Screw it. We'll deal with the rest, you know? And Maybe. And then it comes 20 pounds later. They call it that, you know, they'd say like the freshman 15, it was like the pandemic money. And they're like, I don't know what happened. I've just been at home. <laughs> Something happened and I got to fix it. <laughs> Those because ding like, dongs just kept showing up. Yeah, Whatever it was. It was. So so yeah. No, yeah. no, I, 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 I go ahead. I'm sorry. No. So it's just like, I think it's so relative to what you're going through. So many went through it. Well, and what I realized was, so, you know, Knockwood, we didn't get COVID and Knockwood, you know, we did have all these protocols to um, deal with. Here we are in LA, here we are in Hollywood, here we are with this film and entertainment industry that still is testing us, still is requiring us all the things. And look, I get everybody's got a different opinion and everybody is like, you know, screw the mask and this and that and whatever. Look, even if we hadn't had a pandemic, I'm going to be really transparent. I'm still a big believer in a mask and gloves when it comes to medicine. And there's For a reason sure. why. And I saw, I saw an advertisement done about Children's Hospital here in LA and mm-hmm. it wasn't trying to shove it down anybody's throat, but they did say, you know, pre the pandemic, we always wore a mask and gloves to protect our children who are going through all these medical issues. Mm-hmm. So they stay safe. That's what we do in medicine. Done. That was the campaign. And I went, yeah, that's what you do in medicine. Why don't we, the rest of us get that, <laughs> but irrelevant to comfort and wanting to look, I don't want to live in a mask 18 hours a day either, but I also don't want to get sick with autoimmune and asthma and all the things. And I remember thinking also about carrying the extra weight yeah, and how that also would not help if Mm -hmm. you got sick, but even right. And, and granted, I know plenty of people who were not overweight or, or were, who got sick during all this time. Same. And Same. Yep. 
it didn't really matter one way or another how and you know and look at there were many business meetings i did not attend from miami to mexico to utah to san diego for the very reasons that i had to make a decision not to go for fear that and i hate to use the word fear but because because i had to put my family first my ability to make a living first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. My ability to make sure my, I kept my medical insurance first. Yep. And I understand that when you're an independent contractor, which you and I both are, but you're a different kind of independent contractor than I am. You don't have those guidelines. No. You could yeah. come and go. You could isolate while being connected. Correct. I was isolating while being connect- connecting. But yeah. there came a point where I had to show up on a film set to get. 100%. Yes, exactly. My yes. primary career. For handled. sure. Yeah, 1000%. No, I think, you know, making decisions, whatever is best for your household is completely like more than valid. I mean, Jake and I had COVID. <laughs> and actually, he handled it pretty well. You know, they say man sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but literally he got it two days before me and I was like oh I'm good you got it I didn't I'm straight I'm good and you know Reese my stepson was running around like what are you, what's wrong with you guys I'm good and then I got hit three days later and I was like oh shit but we were probably it was only lasted a week but we were definitely down for the count yeah um, Reese never got it. Reese was just like eating popcorn, walking around us, like nothing, watching movies. And he's just like, let me know if you need anything. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Um, I know. So we both got it and it sucked, but it's like, it was just like anything else. And we came out of it and it was fine, but I don't necessarily, I mean, no matter what, I mean, we're super healthy. So it's not like that shit was coming no matter what I feel like, you know, no matter what we did. And no matter how much vitamins we took, I don't think, you know, probably because, I mean, we rested, we were down, we were like, we were sleeping, making sure it was good, keeping the vitamins going, you know, all the fluids, whatever, but who knows if it was shaved off. But I mean, I, at our healthiest still got it. It's like, it is what it is, you know? Well, no, I mean, that, that, that's the thing. It's like, you can't predict who can. I mean, I, 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 I've worked with an actress whose, you know, husband died from this stuff and he, it was a very well-known situation oh, really so early on. And, you know, and this guy was a Broadway star and, and totally oh. healthy and, you know, died at a young age. I know people who got hit really hard you know, whether they got vaccinated or didn't pre-vaccinations or not, you know, we can't work in the field without proving that we're vaccinated boosted. And I get that it's against a lot of people's belief. Um, uh, Look, it's kind of like we never discussed politics until a few years ago, (laughs) who voted for whom. So, you know, know. it's kind of funny how we've evolved as a society and what is on the table versus what we don't put on the table. And what's private versus what's not. Um, and, and again, in order to, I I also saw people lose their positions for not being vaccinated and boosted. And those were just the, the game changers for the time. And, and, you know, and I know that there's been this theory about, well, everybody's going to get it, you know, Mm -hmm. and my personal attitude is, yeah, but I, 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 I'm not signing up for that. And I get that you might think that, but 
I really want to avoid it to, at all costs, which exactly. is no different than anybody else. Of course, yeah. I get that. Totally. And it's totally. and it's interesting because I finally did attend a corporate gathering this last weekend down in San Diego. Nice. And I was one of only two women masked in the room, which is great and fine. And that is no judgment towards all the other women. I was so grateful to finally meet them. These were the women that helped get me through this whole, unbeknownst to anybody, this is one of the things I'm most grateful for that I aligned with this company to help launch it because it is the spirit of these women. It is that positive, like-minded tribe of women like yourself who Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, where did you come from? You know, because I'm not coming from a tribe like this. um, That's Uh healthy and raising people up and Yep. not ego driven and all, you know, not to say that they don't have ego and what have you know, but it's, it's a different kind of yeah, raise kind of, you up kind of spirit mm-hmm. and not knock you down kind of spirit. And, mm-hmm. um, but, or not, but, and as much as I wanted to stick around and mastermind and go to parties and have the yeah. hotel room and all that stuff, my gut said, you know, don't, don't, don't push the envelope. You got to come back and test for work. You don't, you don't, you know, as much as you want to party and kiss and hug some more and all that, maybe you should go. I've, I've gotten my fill. I've shown up. I've done my thing. You can mastermind in other ways. Yeah. Go home if you can cancel. Okay. And that's what I did. Literally the hotel was amazing. Allowed me to cancel came home, tested. Thankfully I've already been working, tested it because I wanted to make sure that I could work with the actresses and yep, the sh- yep. clients that have hired me and are depending on me. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah, totally. I mean, we were, I mean, we were, uh, I mean, as soon as COVID hit, like we, I mean, we were just in no gym. Like we made our home gym. Like we're just like, yeah. this is it. figure it out. So yeah, luckily worked out. So I totally get it, but pushing, like getting your immunity naturally, the strongest it could possibly be throughout that time. And even now it's like, why, when we talk to people and clients or potential clients, it's like, why wouldn't you, you know, get your immunity as strong as it possibly can be with all aspects. And with that comes like, you know, different aspects of your life change, whether it's, um, you know, alcohol and partying and, you know, things like that, especially as you get older, like those affect you much differently. And then we'll take out yeah. your music. You know, we're all for like, we're not the ones being like, you can't drink ever again for the rest of your life. Like not that shit. But if you're coming out of, you know, you switch your mindset, that'll come along with it, you know, yeah. in moderation, but yeah. Well, it's it. funny you say that because one of one of the people who was, you know, asked me about this losing weight and stuff, and he <laughs> yeah. was saying, well, you know, I've lost weight, you know, I've lost weight before. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know. I've known you for, you know, I've known you since 94. We've both seen <laughs> each other gain and lose weight plenty of times. And, yeah. you know, he's like, well, what happens when I, you know, lose all my weight? And then what? like well then hopefully the whole point of this is not about necessarily even the food that you're eating it's the habits and the mindset that you choose to attach to that you and the accountability and the willingness to like be coached versus not be coached and the willingness to to have a different process than you've ever had before even though you're a doctor and you help a lot of other people yeah up till now you've abandoned your own ship yeah. 
And now you have to be willing to no longer abandon your ship. And in this particular case, and they shall remain nameless, but this particular person deals with gout. And, you know, gout is, is a chemical reaction to your, what you're putting in your body. That's a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And you can't eat a big steak or drink a bottle or two of wine and think that you're just going to have a positive response. No. And, you know, it's like I said, the life threatening emergency calls for something like that to completely change. Cause it's like, what else is going to stop them? <laughs> Having you know? your leg amputated. I don't know. A f- the yeah just like the or even the thought of it like you know doc like oh my god my toes might fall off okay well maybe i'll stop then if my toe falls off you know um especially because that is such a heavy like autoimmune uric, uric acid levels you know like yeah that'll get you big time um but even like you know to your point when you go through yo-yos too like that's super heavy on your body like it's yeah. taxing right it's like yeah processes is trying to life is trying to like it's trying to help you you know as much as you can so we say like when you're suppressing it you know with um alcohols or its natural abilities right like gout is a medical condition right it's yeah you really have to manage it and cut out all those things if you want it to improve that's just like is what it is right yeah yeah otherwise flare-ups and we're yeah inflammations and things like that. So those are your causes, right? But a lot of people do that. They'll do, they'll be like, oh yeah, I ate that. I know I shouldn't have eaten that, but I ate it. <laughs> now I'm paying for it for two days. So it's like, eventually it's got to take its toll and be like, oh shit. Okay. I really can't have that anymore. You know what I mean? But it has to get to a place I feel like of, oh shit. Okay. I really have to stop it now, which is unfortunate because your body, like, you know, it's just trying to tell you when things like that happen, it means there's something wrong right? Yeah. So it's creating that mind-body connection and like you're hyper aware, just awesome. Um, but a lot of people just aren't aware and they're just like, well, that's- yeah, but it's, and, and with that said, it doesn't mean like I haven't pushed the envelope and tested it because it's not like I haven't had other yeah. things in my system in the last five months. No, I have. And totally. I watch my, you know, I watch the inflammation go up and how I have to catch myself and say, yeah. all right, You know, because somebody asked me, well, you know, do you always have to, for instance, in their brain, you know, if they didn't, if if I'm now no longer taking pills, oh, so what are you like on a keto or whatever? I'm like, look, I am literally trying to eat every two to three hours. I am literally trying to have a proper balance of uh, fat and a protein and a probiotic mentality that Perfect. my body can process. Mm-hmm. And listen, I honestly got to the point where I didn't even know that I could lose weight again. And it wasn't that I didn't think I could, it was because, you know, even though I've lost weight with thyroid, my body, as I told you, it's gone up and down 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I'm back to where the lowest was now the goal is to you know see myself what it's going to be like 20 pounds less from now 
mature visionary. And I have not been that way. I've not been that way since I was 13 years old and being bat mitzvah. Oh my God. I love you. That's awesome. Well, think about, think about this too. So there's like the, so there's a difference of motivation, right? There's intrinsic motivators. And then there's like what you said, like, oh, I just want to look good. I just want to do whatever, you know I mean? Just yeah. get rest, whatever. The intrinsic motivators of like, I want to be there for my family. I need to be my best self for work. I cannot fuck around anymore because it's going to tank me in there for the rest of everything is going to tank, right? Like yeah. the intrinsic motivators is what, that's what carries people through on a deep level. And that's literally like, that's why we try to figure out like, no, everybody wants to look at, let's not like discount that by any means, right? Like yeah. for your own, find your, what you're, what you feel like is good, fine. But that's why people yo-yo too. It's like, okay, well, your motivation isn't there to be really like life fulfilling and just keeping it there for longevity. Cause once you get your weight loss goal, like to your point, what's next, it's like, that's why you always have to evolve it. You always have to keep moving. Like, what does that next phase look like for you? What am I doing? Am I working out more? Am I switching it up? Or, you know what I mean? That's all an adjustment for sure. Yeah. I think that's why they call it the why. That's right. What's your why? People can roll their eyeballs, including myself. (laughs) (laughs) But you come to realize the power of what that is. Yeah. And keeping your eye on that focus, because it's easy to get your eye off that focus if Mm -hmm. you're not focused, no pun intended. And it is, I mean, look at, I mean, even like I said, in the five months, um, you know, I think it's kind of like a life thing. When you ask yourself, what have you done that you've done comp- well that you've seen through completely versus what you do have asked. 100%. Yeah, totally. Yeah, makes all the difference. And that's like, uh, people also have to be ready for mm-hmm. that. If you're not ready, it'll never happen and you can't force it or like fake mm-hmm. it. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not right now, maybe mm-hmm. eventually, but they really have to come to terms with that because that mm-hmm. whole so screwed up along the way and then you'll be so... Like you'll get a bad taste in your mouth from it. And you're like, I'm never doing that shit again, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when people like, to, they resent that whole process of losing weight or getting healthy. And like, it's so hard and daunting, you know, cause they mm-hmm. go through, they go through other pl- programs that also fail them completely, you know, and they set themselves up for failure. Those programs do. Yeah. And I, I've definitely seen that as well. And look at, I mean, the truth is, is I am a part of a program, but I'm a part of a program that, you know, I'm good with right now that I've also incorporated eating food, even when they're like, you do this, that, the other, I'm like, I want to make sure that my body being Felicia, I want to make sure that my body, Hey, if I need to eat more food, I'm going to eat more food because I'm up longer because maybe that's the first thing I need when I wake up is more food to fuel my body. I'm Mm -hmm. choosing to listen to my body and I'm choosing to within that realm, curb it to the way that suits me. So if I've lost 36 and up till now, at the same time, I know that, yeah, sure. Maybe Maybe it would have been 40 or 45 by now. I'm not in competition with anybody else. 
Totally. Totally. Right. Yeah. And my body needs to adjust. My skin needs to adjust Mm -hmm. my, I, I need to get back into, you know, filming, filming, motivating and moving my body in a way that's going to help adjust it. And then when you're doing that, then I'm adjusting what I'm fueling it with to make sure I'm getting enough. So I'm not depleting it versus I'm helping the muscle build. There's just, let alone the hormones and all that. So I think that, yes, there are things that people can, you know, successfully do, Mm -hmm. but it is how you can, you know, Mm -hmm. sculpt yourself into no pun intended, this life journey. Oh, 100%. Well, think about it. You just said it. So just the act of thinking restrictively it's over. Mm -hmm. So you're binging, you're doing weird stuff. You're like hiding things. It's just like, so when you, so you basically created that for yourself. You said, this is what I'm going to do because I know what happens if I don't Mm -hmm. and making it to yourself because you have to make it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you give somebody else, like Tom's program is your program. That's never going to work ever. Everybody is so different. It's just how they absorb foods, process foods, metabolize foods. Everybody is crazy different. So that's why templates fail so much. And just being like, here's your check mark or here's your like list and shit like that. Half the time it'll maybe get you to a certain point, but it's not teaching you your life, how to like literally bring it to your life. I agree. And I also, I also know that like, if you sat down to 10 10 clamata olives versus I sit down to 10, you're going to process differently than I am. Versus if you sit down to a bowl of blue corn chips with salsa, it's going to process differently in you than it processes differently in me. And even if that's, you know, and, and I, and I've done those tests and especially as I've gotten cleaner, I'm like, all right, so how does this process in my body? Good job. This is a Mediterranean thing that normally aligns with me because olive oil works well on me. Well, let's try, you know, a handful of olives and see, oh, that didn't work so well. Okay, great. So weeks go by. And, you know, I never said to my husband, you've got to like get rid of all this stuff in the house because I don't think that that's fair for him because sure. that's, this isn't his journey. If mm-hmm. he chooses to, you know, align with me and cook out, which he's done. I mean, he's been extremely supportive, but I don't like hold a gun to the man's head and sure. go, you can't have Mexican food or, Hey, yeah. by the way, I'm going to have Mexican food with you, but it's going to be a la carte and it's going to be cut up chicken and a little bit of the guacamole, and I'm not going to have the shell. And by the way, I have had the shell, not necessarily with Mexican food. Maybe it's because I want to have a piece of cheese with it. And yeah. I go, I'm going to try this and see how I feel. Totally. Perfect. Because I think if even within a program, if you don't test yourself mm-hmm. yeah, and see how your body feels, And what happens on a scale inflammation wise, Mm -hmm. or just how you process and how it feels, then you never trust yourself. Of course not. And the cleaner you get your body, the more reactive it's going to be to the shit you're not have, which is literally, it's the barometer. Like you can't fight that. No, no, no. Like gas isn't normal. Exactly. Gas is not normal. That is your body saying, I'm not digesting this well. From the moment it hits here, 
them out to the moment it releases completely through your system. Yep. A hundred percent. And I completely, and that's what I love about where mentally and physically I am now and what I think people should, when they're ready, strive for, because it's not just, you know, it's not just losing weight. Like you said, and it's not just mindset. It is like, how do you freaking feel? Like, do you feel like your joints are pain-free? Do you yes. feel like you can bend over? So yep. another ironic thing was in in going to this meeting on Saturday, another one of my the women I'm aligned with happened to have been for years um, a San Diego cheerleader for the Chargers. Mm, nice. Several of them. So these mm-hmm. girls are, you know, beautiful and physical and all that. And yeah. she also does a Zoom thing and she's like, oh, come on my class. I'm thinking I'm not going to do that. But I did. <laughs> but I did. Ironically, I did it yesterday and it was her birthday and it was really sweet that it all aligned. And I thought, oh, my God, I have not done a floor mat thing for a very long time. I happened to grab my I didn't even know what I was supposed to grab, by the way. I grabbed a bunch of mats so I knew that I had enough cushion because I'm also thinking about my knee and all the things. And. I brought in the lightest hand weights, even though I have glove weights and heavier weights. And I brought in my O-ring with my Pilates ring. And I brought in a stress. I didn't know what we were going to do, but I thought, well, just have these things nearby. Yep. The proudest thing was that I got through the whole hour. So good. The the proudest thing was if I needed to adjust, I know as an athlete, quote unquote, I use that term loosely, that I would just do what I could do. But the fact that I could just endurance wise get through it. Yeah, that's really And good. just kind of follow along. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, I, I said to her this morning, like, yeah, only I can only you know, like feel a little soreness in my touch. The truth is, as the day proceeded, there was more down the thigh, a little in the <laughs> arms. But I was yeah. just like what I felt was so good. And it just makes me want to do more. And there's reasons why because I want to be strong I want to yeah seeing the aging of people mm-hmm. and it happens like you know really young younger than people want to actually acknowledge yeah for sure absolutely well and it too it's muscle loss goes much faster as you age too right so the work you're doing it's like as soon as you stop or get distracted or off your path it's like that's gonna it just goes way faster so it's like keeping it up is not necessarily difficult, but you really have to be, like you said, the very beginning of this consistency. Hello. Like you stay consistent. It's you're fine. You're fine. Nothing will, you're fine. Your conditioning will be up. Your strength will be there. You will always keep your level and you'll never feel like you go backwards and you still can like get the dopamine release, get your energy up, you know, so many things. Yeah. I think that was the thing that felt the best was the vibration that I felt afterwards. I mean, I wanted to eat and give myself protein, but, and that was fine. Yeah. But I definitely felt like this great vibration for a while that I was like, Oh yeah, I miss having that in my body. That that's good. Yeah. Well, it's such a nice, I mean, like exercise is one of the biggest stress relievers ever, right? Naturally. Right. Yeah. And that just release, like, you know, it's like when Jake, if we don't work out, which a few, which we, we take like two to three days off a week. Fine. But when we don't, it's like, we're pent up. If it's like, okay, we really got to go do something. Before, like, 
<laughs> it's just that release that your body gets so used to and yeah. it, yeah, it's just that craving for it for sure. I think it's interesting how certain bodies are wired though, for that to just yeah. be the is the, the yeah. thing that you need to do. And some of us aren't yeah. wired that way. I yeah. don't necessarily think I have that wiring. I bet you, as you continue on, on your own path, that when you do start working out more, because your metabolism is going to keep going and it's going to get faster, you'll start to feel elements of that. I bet you. Well, I can honestly say what's so interesting in just that one workout, the yeah. difference in the way my tummy looked this morning was like, holy shit, it looks like I've been really working out for a while. How did that happen so quickly? And I mean, it sounds silly and vain. It's not. It was nope. just a noticeable difference of just yeah. how things, I was like in one pass, I mean, come on, you know, cause it's not like I haven't done a lot of different heavy duty things over the years. Oh, totally. Um, but you know, I also know and, and geared towards what you and Jake do, I would imagine is it's not about the heavy impact and the jarring of your body. It's more about the flow and the stability and the strength to yes. be able to do things gracefully. So mm -hmm. as we talked about back in November, December, so you can roll out of bed and mm -hmm. stand up. So you can put and tie on your shoes and put on your pants and not fall over or trip up the steps and that you can go to the bathroom and not, I mean, people are like, come on, you cannot seriously be talking about this. But people don't realize. Yeah. It's super real. Like age catches up with you so quick, like so quick. And, and the, the militant, like kill yourself two hour intense workouts is such an old school way of thinking, right? It is literally like the older way of doing it. And so when they're yeah. like, I'm just like, it's such a mind, like you, they really have to wrap their men around it. Okay. You, you can spend maybe an hour in the gym. You don't got to sit there and like go nuts and pushing heavy weights all the time. is not necessarily really good for you. Like, that's not your goal either. It's like, you're just here to maintain, even if you were um, wanted to be in better shape or you want to wear a marathon, like you still don't have to kill yourself because you're just exasperating your nervous system at that point, which exercise is already stress on your body. Right. So when you overdo, yeah. now you're just putting it into like, a, now you're in a stress state and now nobody's going nowhere and it's inflamed and it's mad and your cortisol's yeah. up. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, balance. Mm -hmm. So, so so let's say you get, you know, just for the audience sake, you get, you know, people who come to you, mm -hmm. they're, they've got all different things that they're trying to achieve. Some it's yeah. to lose weight, some it's to get stronger, yes. some it's to build new habits, you know, mm -hmm. so what is your kind of like approach to say, say you have a woman like me, okay, yeah. you met a woman like me, yeah. she was closer to 200 pounds than not. She's not the tallest woman on the planet. Sure. She's yeah. lost her waistline. Mm -hmm. She's capable of moving her body, but not, you know, she, you know that she's had different health issues, uh, just more autoimmune, doesn't have a thyroid, blah, blah, blah. What, yeah. what would you say to a woman like that? You know, so 
when you're starting off too, right. When not necessarily, or you're not sedentary, but you definitely want to do things to set you up. And we always, I always do, we always do this in layers. Like first thing first, you conquer the food because food is always the hardest thing. Like you said, there's emotional attachments to food. That shit really doesn't happen with workouts per se. You know, the hardest part is like hands down. So to prevent overwhelm and further, like you do that first, you know, and once you kind of give that a few, we probably give it like a good, like one to three months, you know, to make it sink in 90 days is a really good grounded number. Um, then we talk about activity and that's like, okay, you start walking, start just getting your body moving. Um, once you feel good about that, like you can make it around the block, you can hit a mile. This is not rigorous. It's maybe like 30 minutes a day, nothing nuts, nothing nuts, but it's also walking is so also it's a good stress reliever as well. Like it's a good mindset break, the best low impact workout, fat burner, go for it. Um, and then from there, see how you feel, give it a few weeks, be like, okay, how do you feel? Okay. Let's start to incorporate strength training at a low level. So preferring home workouts or gym workouts just on the preference. And then you kind of build the programming from there, but do you do it slowly? Cause even if you start off strong that it's going to tank really fast and that's not going to get visited again. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, especially when and you're hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when injury can also incur. I think too, if you go in too hard. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yes. And nobody wants to deal with that. <laughs> no. Well, and then it just slows down everything else. I mean, and then it's, you know, cause I, I know that I put on weight from injuries, you know, where I couldn't move my body and then I couldn't even walk the dogs. Um, so I've definitely seen all of it from, yes. from, from every angle, yep. more, more than one would ever think, you know, that that oh, would yeah. be there. Like, and then this happened and then, you know, you're not signing up for things to happen. It just happens. <laughs> I know. Well, especially to your point, like the knee thing, right? That thing mm-hmm. came out. Like, how did that even happen? Like, why did that even happen? Right, exactly. So it's like also thinking joint safety is so major, right? Like the groups mm-hmm. you want strong, legs, glutes, calves, those are all knee and hip protection, you know, and back protection, especially as you age or more susceptible, right? Yeah. So keeping those guys strong, upper body. So you have balance, you can hold yourself up. None of the rounding happens. So you don't compensate. Right. Yeah. Hold a body. You're fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Well, I think that that is such a great approach for people Mm -hmm. because you are absolutely right. The food, uh, you know, food is at least 80% of it. hundred percent. Yep. Always, Mm -hmm. always, no matter what. Yeah, it absolutely is because then it takes away inflammation. It takes, it takes away, you know, it takes incorporating the habit building. Yep. It takes creating your pattern. Like they say, it takes at least what, 40 days to create yes. a pattern, a yes. healthy pattern or a new pattern. Yeah, yep. I, I think that's a great healthy approach. And I think that that is so sustainable for people and so... And it leaves really room supportive. customize because you got to custom yeah. it, to, right? So that's why you can't do this like one size fits all 
ever because it just doesn't make sense at all. Even from like, even if like a husband and wife team came aboard and they're like, okay, <laughs> obviously oh, yeah. gonna him. I'm going to train her, but it's literally like your diets are different. Your portions are different. You are not of the same. You were different goals. Men's bodies are so much more different than ours hormonally, especially as they age. Those guys can like freaking kill off sugar, right? And drop like five pounds in a day. <laughs> it's like <laughs> insane. I know. So yeah, it's just it. But that way, that's what we can hit and work with so many different people just because that approach is like, you can't, you can't go wrong with that ever. And when you keep it super stress-free and on already like crazy busy lives that we all have, it's, it makes it that much better. And of course it always, I don't know if you experienced this, like you said, your husband kind of tagged along, but like it bleeds into your family. It's going to bleed into your house. If the woman of the house is cooking, it's over (laughs) and she's cooking for that. And, you know, the kids are going to rubbish for themselves or they're going to kind of come on board with the gluten-free day, whatever there is that they're working on. And of course, I feel like the man always kind of tags along because they don't want to, you know, interrupt the process when they're trying to like have their house as game tight as possible. You know, <laughs> like I'm not messing with that. Shit. <laughs> well, and so, so you know, you've had the opportunity to share the kind of approach that you have. And when you talked about in your, in your history of, of creating your journey as an expert mm-hmm. and practitioner, yeah. many times you wanted to open your own studio. Mm-hmm. Do you feel now with this technology that for all intents and purposes, you have opened your studio, it's a mobile access that so you're yeah. fulfilling that need and goal that you've always wanted to achieve? hundred percent. I feel like when the whole thing crashed, it was a definite sign and a higher power to like, okay, that wasn't your pathway, even though that's what you wanted all these years. And you thought that was the pinnacle. Like this is so much more in comparison, you know, just from hindsight perspective is like, there's, we can do anything now. And it's, we're our, we're our own company. So it's like, ain't nobody telling us anything. (laughs) So that, that creates a lot of like visionary freedom as well. Cause it's like, okay, well, we're going to where we can have filed this as much as possible. So it'll just get tighter and tighter. Well, I would imagine from our conversation that we did have uh, late 2021 to to (laughs) now where, you know, we're what now about eight months later, give or take. Yeah. That a lot of evolution has happened for you guys and what you've decided to do versus now we don't need to do that. This is how it is. hundred percent. And I bet it's much more streamlined and you don't worry about like the YouTube yes. catalog that you have to have in store, all the things, because you can just keep it fresh and present or, yep. or build on that as well. But to your point, you just evolve as you evolve. Totally. And you get more hyper-focused on your pathway. Like this is what it's going to look like. This is how it's going to go. And you can just, when you, you know, you, when you get that, like you're like freaking laser beamed, it's, that's it. And so everything else that comes along with it, then it can just, you can just build things around it that are more robust and automated. So you just make the company a lot better all in all. And then it frees you up for more coaching and <clears throat> really like doing all the, the work stuff with the clients. But ultimately you, you guys have designed your businesses for all your one-on-one 
just being present one-on-one and not where you're so automated that people yeah. feel like, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Automated in the sense of uh, just like admin, that yeah. processy stuff that we're like, just like, oh my God, if we eat more paperwork, I'm going to freak out because we both hate that shit. <laughs> like it just bugs you down. Right. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, freeze it more time. And also too, it's like, we, also, um, reaching where people just don't want one-on-one if they want like a group setting that was now available. And cause some people like the group mentality more so the community of it, which that's always available, but the customized coaching is always one-on-one for sure. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll we definitely have to talk once yep. we've stopped this session of recording because <laughs> girlfriend's got some goals. <laughs> Uh, um so so my last pretty much my last question I want to ask you yeah is now that you've seen this evolution of your business and and getting you know and even though we're still you know for all intents and purposes still in a pandemic for what it's worth just because people you know it's just what it is where do you, you know, because you've kind of taken an every three to five year kind of stage of things in your own, like, oh, I got to like do something else. Oh, I got it. And of course you can't, you can't predict I know what, what that's going to look like. I mean, you may turn around and go, I really want to open a freaking mortar place. You know, I feel like when you're used to that, mentality like you're used to the walls you're used to a team you think like that's the way and even when you try to go online you still try to do weird shit like that and bring that in which is not needed really like no you're just babysitting more basically (laughs) so it's like (laughs) a lot more overhead yes for no reason it's like if we were bored and online coaching was flying and we were good and we kind of scaled it to the point where we wanted to and we had some like boutique gym that we just kind of threw together like that would be probably very low maintenance but I can't see another huge establishment going up at all ever just from where you come from and the stress of that as opposed to what it is now like it's night and day when you go online like does not compare whatsoever well no the here's the irony is when we met and then (laughs) when we all talked yeah you know we and we talked about this I mean we talked about, mm-hmm. I talked about certainly with plenty of my friends who were in all aspects of, yeah. of um, yoga, Pilates, boxing, whatever. And yeah. I was saying to everybody, take it to technology, go on Zoom, teach your classes, yep. people need you. And it was fought against. I was like, well, you're not very like, <laughs> in, I mean, I don't understand why it's so, it's right in front of you. It's just the opportunities yeah. there. People will, will grab onto it like a mouse to cheese. Like, just go for it. It's a lot super- of people still never did. They never yeah. did. That also, that jump to online is also a completely different animal, how you have to run things. And mm-hmm. the processes what you have to do online even with like market everything is vastly different mm-hmm. so I can see like if we didn't do it we probably had the first year was probably the most difficult just relearning those processes so I could see the resistance from those people who were like nah because they 
probably see that this is translating it. It's difficult, you know, yeah. especially yeah, yeah. when face to face, you're used to that connection. Like you think that's a, that's the only thing you value is yeah. like just one-on-one time. Whereas no, it's like times a million actually, but they really have to like get prepared for that you know? No. And, and listen, I mean, we all, you know, what I do is so, so I hand, you know, so yeah. touchy feely, blah, 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 blah. I can't, I can't, you know, <laughs> even when I was, even when I was doing my, my very first business post when COVID hit, which was my hair coloring process of getting on yeah. FaceTime with people. We weren't even zooming yet, getting on FaceTime and, creating this yep. custom color and sending it door to door and then doing this walk it through process. Yeah. Very different than having somebody in my chair. No, no question. Yep. Um, yep. But I also understand like anything, anything for any of us doing things uncomfortable is what stretches us and it gets you to the other side of it and who you guys are today yes. versus who you were back November, December. Yeah. No question has grown monumentally because I can hear the comfort in you, even yeah. in just your speaking with me, let alone talking about it. I know yeah. that those last handful of months were huge, mm-hmm. a Total huge root. I can feel yeah. the relief. Oh yeah. Well, they're also very affirming. Confidence. Yeah. Like when you, cause obviously when you seek to do something new, right? Like you hope and pray it sticks like throw the spaghetti on the wall. Right. But, yeah. um, been affirming more so, and it just keeps affirming itself. So I think now we're in total, we just had our third year anniversary of online solely online. Right. So now it's like cruising, which is awesome. And then it's just from here, clients referrals. I, I feel like the community is really building itself, which also helps yeah. a lot because, when you are like, let's say you're at home, isolated, going to work, going home, don't have much, like you are seeking out a community of like mind to keep you going and remain accountable and having that coach just like at your fingertips, you know, which helps, it makes it so much easier, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Well, and it's Mm -hmm. interesting because as you're talking, I was thinking about like, what I was doing leading up to the pandemic, I was yeah. a beach body person. I had okay. the beach body membership. I, sure. so I had access to all those videos and could just turn yeah. on my computer. I had plenty of, plenty of um, CDs or whatever to, you know, <laughs> everything from my flagship Piloxing program, which is a cross between boxing, ballet and Pilates to, you know, like original Windsor Pilates, kind of like, do you remember the Windsor Pilates program? My God. Hello. (laughs) The OGs, man. Like the OGs, man. Straight up from here, from LA, like serious. Yes. You know, and, um, and even with all that, I mean, that's an interesting thing because I think Beachbody really got hurt during the whole pandemic, ironically, because of so many more people coming online, uh, which is fascinating. They should have soared. And I don't think that that happened. I'm not. It's, it is a. There's no hate on Beachbody. If you like it, you dig it, you go for it. You stick to it with what you like. But I feel like yeah. it left. Like when the big boys came in online, 
they're bringing a lot more to the table, you know, that that's why it kind of like dimmed, like they're dim, their light dimmed a bit, you know? When you say the big boys, what do you mean? I just mean like professionals, right? Like, I'm not saying like tooting Jake and I's horn, but professionals who are educated and like can really get shit done and really change lives. Um, When they crossed over, it's over. Like any basic online, right? Like it's over. Well, it's interesting because I want to keep names out of it, but I almost want to mention them. Two of their biggest people who were part of Beachbody, who had their biggest programs. One of those two have been my clients. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And they're no longer associated with that. I could totally see it. I could totally see it. And because I feel like people need more at those points. They, they need the whole package when mm-hmm. you're, when you were at home and you go through some shit, like we just went through the past two and a half years, like, right. It, that just doesn't cut it anymore. So, right. and they have to replace what they were doing in life with online. So if that didn't match, it was going to go away. You know, I, I, I agree with you completely. And it's interesting <laughs> because it takes me full circle back to the reason why it wasn't a meniscus thing. The meniscus was a catalyst conversations with like you and Jake were like layering that onion previously like you were like the bagel that got you were the bagel that got toasted and then the meniscus was the cream cheese and then that and that's related to food but it really is and the truth is is then I finally realized I no longer am willing to carry all this weight on my shoulders of everybody else's shit 100 percent dude hundred percent. That was the real, like, bye you. I'm out. <laughs> so good. Have to, you got to do it for yourself always. Good for you. Yeah. 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 But then you feel lighter and you're just doing your own shit, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 So I definitely am in the more, I'm definitely in the, you know, even when I trip on limited beliefs or managing expectations or what other people think, I'm like, come on, Felice, I'm on that past the two year mode. I'm ready for that third year stuff to not to not to rush things along like the next seven to 10 months. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, but I'm just, I'm ready to build on that success. Yeah. You're growing. So you're like, you're, you're just like, which is good. That's what you want. You always want a growth mindset instead of the stifled or backwards. Always. I love it. Yeah. And, and it's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I also had said to the, the person who I just interviewed and going on when we met, I had made that decision very early on when this country shut down and we were being faced with a worldwide pandemic. I was like, man, people are either going to sink or they're going to become super, super wealthy, whatever that meant. Mm -hmm. physically, mentally, growth-wise, investment themselves. And I said, and that's a train I'm getting on. I don't know how that looks. (laughs) I don't know how that's going to turn out, but that's a train I'm getting on. And I honestly took it to the 1929 crash because I was like, all right, I know that I grew up like in the, you know, what the seventies recession and the 2008 ship, but and I yeah. know that affected my family. I can't, this to me is like more of a, like, 
this is like the 29 crash of pandemic stuff. And I was just like, I've got to take, I've got to grow. However, how uncomfortably that means And technology, as we both know, when I told you, I don't know how to plug this thing in. So I don't know how we're going to do this podcast. Exactly. Who the fuck knows that? You don't know until you do it. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Little did I know how I was going to draw on two, you know, great female producers who were going to say, of all people, you've got to do this podcast thing, you know, and, you know, and like I said, when, when ours, when this podcast airs, I think we're going to be like number 51, two or three episode. And that is mind blowing and everything else this shedding, letting go, all the things that kick it to the curb in the ass, whatever you want to call it. So totally. Congratulations. Well, first off, I want to say congratulations to you (laughs) because I can also honor you for all the growth and accomplishment that you have created and manifested. I mean, I, I get chills because I can think like here we've been kind of like doing our own thing, but in our own quiet way, like a parallel thing. And it really like a friendship that came out of it, the growth, the transformation all, oh, on yeah. all of us, the butterflies oh, yeah. that we're becoming, yes. you know, have always been, but just transforming into so much greater yeah, I just want to applaud you. I want to applaud you and Jake for that. I want to thank you for all your inspiration, okay. for your love, for the friendship yeah. that we've created. Same the power, here. the power that, I mean, we still have never met in person, but I feel <laughs> like lifelong friends. Oh, for sure. Lifers. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And you're so three, powerful. Your year three is over. It's going to be game over. Unbelievable. If you're looking to be inspired, I hope that this conversation did that for you and that you, that is something that like has you leaning in and leaning towards because, you know, life to me is about like living the best life we can live. And it all does start with our health and the freedom to think clearly, move our body smoothly and be able to be in touch with so many things. Listen, my takeaway that came out of just these weeks of working with Rachel and being in transformation journey is I'll leave you with this and why I titled it life is a sculpture. It's neuter. It's not, you know, our health is our everything. That's why they say health is wealth. And I, I have a very science mind along with an artful connection of like beauty and people and what makes people tick and, what I've walked away from learning and my takeaway on this that, that is a light bulb moment is that, you know, our heart, our breathing is everything. Our, 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 our being able to um, not be imprisoned in fat, to be perfectly honest, is, is, is everything. And we need to really wake up to those things and have these conversations. And why I say life is a sculpture, it's neuter, it's not. Because I ironically deal with a lot of nudity in my professional life. And I can honestly say my wake-up call this week was after um, having the realization that 
my breathing and my weight is associated to things like things that are so important to me, like intimacy. And I realized that I had been a prisoner of those things that I had no idea. Like Rachel says, you don't know what you don't know. Well, I didn't know that I was a prisoner to my weight and my breathing limiting me in what was possible. And now that I'm eliminating this weight and this fat out of us being imprisoning in my organs that I'm able to breathe and experience things differently. And the reason why I openly share that with people is because I think we need to wake up to this conversation that's very authentic, very organic. Why well, do this platform while I'm leaving a very long-winded wrap around because if we don't have these very basic conversations about things that are important, then we do things differently that don't have positive outcomes. So let's have positive outcomes. Let's get focused. Let's commit. Let's commit to our health, being our wealth, being able to breathe better, think better, be more intimate, be more free in our bodies to, to be and do healthier things. And one thing leads to another. It's literally like putting Legos together or building a mount, you know, climbing a mountain. It's possible. Just live into it, lean into it, and let's be it. I hope this resonates with you. Look forward to you joining us next week on the Camp Beat the Uncensored podcast, where the spirit is young, the soul is wise, and the life stories are vast. I look forward to you joining me next week with my guests. And meantime, listen, share, subscribe. And do be a part of the Camp Beefy Uncensored podcast because this is about life being a sculpture and it's nude or it's not. And there's more to that where we have lots more conversations to come. Bye for now. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Much love. Bye for now. No, no, no.